Welcome to Horse Happenings with myself, Lindsay Partridge. In today's podcast, we're going to talk about how some horses make great beginner horses and some horses don't. And sometimes we accidentally cause horses to have emotional issues and respond in negative ways. And for me, this has really brought up recently because I've had a couple horses that I was working with where people who weren't experienced riders caused some challenges in the horses that I was working with. So let me just explain that a little bit more. And this is important because sometimes people think, oh, like I want to ride the best trained horse or I want to ride the horse with all the buttons or that reigning horse looks super cool with all the buttons or that Grand Prix dressage horse and the reality is is that you have to be ready and balanced to be able to cue those horses appropriately because otherwise it's a bit of a train wreck and for me what happened recently is uh, my horse my little horse shiny who has some reining training because when I was uh, pregnant I sent her off to go get some training from Josh Rushing who's a a world champion and she had uh, I believe six months with him so she knows how to spin and she has some decent stops and is a a great little horse with lots of great buttons and we were trying to incorporate her into our lesson program you know hoping that we would have some people that be able to to ride her because I don't ride enough to keep her just to myself. And when we were doing that, unfortunately she just isn't a good fit for a beginner. And the reason why is she has all of these buttons. So if you lean forward, she thinks she's supposed to go faster. And you can tell her to slow down, even if you're leaning forward, but you need to tell her to slow down. You need to actually half halt and and use your reins and your seat and, and ask her to slow down. Or if you go into a canter and you accidentally squeeze your legs and you grip with your heels, then she also thinks she's supposed to go faster or she thinks that you're yelling at her and that you're upset at her because she's used to being ridden with very soft cues and she listens really well. She has so much to try and really, really listens. So it wasn't a good mix for beginners and then our riders that were a bit more advanced and can ride her they tend to want to be into jumping and so once they get to that level they want to be on the bigger horses and they want to jump and shiny being just about 14 one hands or so isn't a great fit for that so i made ended up making the hard decision that it'd be best to just find her a new home and so she's currently with them with a friend that's not too far away who wants to do liberty and some driving and fun things with her so I'm really excited for her future with them and that was a hard thing for me to decide but it's just not the right time in my life for me to have a horse that's just for me because I'm just not riding as much on my own just with all my my little kiddos that I've got at home and everything else on the go so probably in a few years but but not right now and that was the best fit for her now another horse that you guys are familiar with is King, and King's my horse that I trained for the Thoroughbred Makeover 2023, or 2022, and he's super amazing. You know, he won champion in Florida in the freestyle. I can jump him bridleless and do all sorts of really cool and impressive things. And he is currently for sale, and so he's been having some people uh, ride him and try him. 
and one of the people that was riding him accidentally caught him in the mouth over some jumps and so what that means is that when the horse is jumping a horse needs to put their head down as they balance over the jump and this rider accidentally pulled on his face and this can be because you lose balance it can be because you get left behind it can be because you're just not confident with the horse that you're on and so you're you're snatching your reins rather than giving your reins but it's really important to release the mouth of a horse as they're going to jump but even more so really important to release as they're going over a fence when they are a green horse meaning they're inexperienced or when they're young because you can lose their confidence because if you get punished essentially for going over a jump then it can cause you to become anxious about that and so what's happened now is King is being a little bit fast over the fences where he gets to the jump, he sees the jump and he kind of takes a couple quick strides and, and then kind of runs a little bit after it. Not horribly, like you can definitely still ride him, he's still controllable, but to the point where I wouldn't want to take my bridle off right now because I feel like he's just rushing because he's too anxious, he's too worried about it. And he kind of pops his head up in the air about it. So now we're having to work on that a little bit get his confidence back up and build him back up to a place where he's able to do those jumps confidently without speeding up without bringing his head up and this is because of somebody not giving the reins and this really speaks to how King is not a horse that's well suited to a lesson program for example and for beginners some horses hold on to those emotional grudges longer than other horses. Some horses are very tolerant. You can accidentally bump them in the mouth. You can accidentally kick them in their side, lose your balance, fall forward on them, things like that. And it doesn't, it doesn't worry them. It doesn't upset them. And then there's horses like King or, and Shiny, where it, if you kick them too hard or you really pull them in the mouth, they get emotional. They get upset about that. They're like, what's going on? Like, why are you mad at me? Why are you angry? Um, and they just get really worried about it. And those horses don't make great beginner horses. And it's an important thing to remember because there are some horses that make amazing top-level athletes and performance horses. And there are some horses that make amazing beginner horses. And it's few horses that are really good at doing both. And the reason for that is if a horse is very responsive to your cues that's going to be the horse that makes a really great performance horse and for somebody who's very balanced and knows what cues they're giving a horse and they're going to listen you ask for that flying lead change or that halt and they're like yep got it I picked up on that and then you've got horses that kind of tune humans out a little bit they're like yeah they're not the most balanced creatures you know they're going to bump around a little bit and so it's like yeah it's not the end of the world and they just ignore a lot of those signals because they're like yeah you don't really mean it or you didn't act you didn't um, mean for that on purpose and those are your horses that make the best beginner horses it's hard to have a horse that can do both because if you're going to tune people out and not get worried about them bumping you or things like that it means you're also not paying attention to the slightest movement as well now some horses do have the ability to learn oh okay like this rider rides like this and you know I listen to them to their cues because they're balanced and they know what they're doing and then this rider over here they're they feel like a beginner so I'm gonna you know ignore most of what they're saying but for the most part horses kind of fit into one category or the other one of the horses that I have that kind of fits into both or the closest to fitting into both would be Alicia and she is my 2020 mega makeover 
champion from Freestyle and Trail, and she is amazing with beginners. She just plods around super slow, and she just, you know, goes around super happy, and she's absolutely awesome. And then if she's been being ridden by beginners, if I haven't ridden her for, you know, sometimes I won't ride her for a month or more at a time, just because I get busy with other things, when I get on her, she she's definitely dull to my aids, which is totally okay, because I respect that she is just being a super safe beginner pony. And it usually takes a session or two for me to just work on conditioning her to my aids again and getting her softer and lighter off my seat and then she still goes back to the beginners and kind of is a little bit more dull if you will where she doesn't pay attention to them as super closely and I think that's a, a great thing it's a great quality for her to be able to have where I can get her a little bit more precise and yet she's not overreactive or over responsive and then when she's ridden by most other people she's uh, really lazy to the point that people want to use a crop or spurs or something with her because she's just so quiet and um, not over responsive or reactive at all which is fantastic and so when we're trying horses or when we're looking for horses the reason why this is so important is we have to think about you know what is the horse that we want to ride and if you're looking to buy a horse it's especially even more important for you because maybe right now you're more of a beginner or a novice rider and you want the horse that doesn't tend to react really quickly to your aids and you want the horse that's a little bit more relaxed and on the easygoing side but sometimes depending on what your goals are that can become frustrating over time and what we find is that riders they benefit from a couple years on horses that are really kind of quiet low energy not overly responsive and then after they get into um, a couple years maybe three years into riding they tend to want a horse that's a bit more responsive because they're feeling more balanced they're feeling more confident in their cues and overall they want a horse that if they squeeze their butt cheeks and they want to go canter or they want to start to work on flying lead changes or whatever it is that they want to do but they're looking for a horse that has a little bit more responsiveness and that's really important to know where you're at in your journey with horses because maybe you don't want to buy a horse right now maybe you want to instead take lessons or part board a horse that is your beginner safe horse and then in a couple of years or even in a year that's when you want to look at buying when you're feeling more balanced more confident about yourself and then you'll have a better idea of what you actually want to purchase it can help to to ride different horses so that way you're not just getting used to one type of horse uh, especially if it's not your own horse you don't own your own horse yet it's great to ride different horses switch it up every now and again so that way you can get used to different styles and I always tell people it's best to give a horse at least two or three chances before you decide if that's the type of horse that you're looking for you have to remember that it, they're a partner they're not just a car where you drive and all the buttons are the same and you can decide if you like the car or not horse has emotions, a horse has feeling, a horse gets in tune with you, a horse reads your energy, 
and they have to learn to trust you and like you as well. So that first ride is a lot of, oh, okay, like, did you mean this? Oh, I thought you meant that. And you can have those awkward conversations just like you would with a new human that you meet. You might not hit them, hit off with them right away. It might be a little awkward, but once you get to know each other and you find your similarities and you realize people's intent and you get to know their sense of humor and things like that, things can start to go a lot smoother. So we have to be willing to give those horses a couple chances. So I always say, you know, at least two or three sessions with a horse before you make any decisions about that horse type and that horse personality. And at the end of the day, we really want to just be aware how we can affect horses. And so it's not just one-sided on, you know, this is what's best for you. It's also what's best for the horse. If we're riding horses that are too responsive for the level of riding that we're at, then we're doing that horse a disservice too, because both Shiny and King, for example, you know, they got a little bit anxious and I had to work with them and settle them back down and reassure them like it's okay. And although it's good for the horses to try different people and get used to different people, we don't want to be upsetting horses or causing horses to become emotional or worried all because people who are not at the level of riding that they need for their confidence are working with them. So it goes both ways. We want to make sure that for ourselves, for keeping us safe, for keeping us confident, but also for the horse, we want to be keeping them confident, them feeling safe. And so for that reason, just recognize that different horses, different places on that spectrum of readiness for different riders. So I hope you guys found this interesting and a little bit enlightening. And hopefully if you're thinking of different horses in your life, you can think back and go, okay, like this horse was a bit more of a beginner horse. This horse was maybe perhaps better for a performance rider. And oh, like when I look back at my life, I can see how when I was riding that horse, I was only ready for a beginner, but now I can see how I've changed. I'm ready for a horse that's a bit more responsive. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Horse Happenings with myself, Lindsay Partridge. Remember, you can always check out more great free resources and other information at harmonyhorsemanship.com or check me out on my personal website, lindsaypartridge.com. That's lindsay with an E, partridge.com or harmonyhorsemanship.com. Thanks so much for listening and bye for now.